0: Welcome into the Thoughts Podcast Uh, My name is Ian Sork Uh, We are going to break down Season 8, Episode 5, Game of Thrones Talk about how we think this episode went and turned out And uh, how they're going to wrap up this series Okay, my co-host James Tringali joins me Um, Let's get right into it Some notes down here, some questions Um, I want to run through the episode, talk about the main scenes, talk about how we think this episode went and talk about how it ends. Um, We're through five episodes of this final season with the finale coming up next week. Are you happy with the, with, with what's going on? And I think that we should probably answer this question should be uh, worded: Are you happy with the way that Dan and Dave are wrapping up this show and the story they're telling
1: I'm personally happy. I mean, I, with the way they're doing it. Yeah, I'm. I think there's you and me went at it last night after the episode concerning gripes about the show, and you're certainly not alone. I think you've cooled off on some of them, regardless. I just I hear, or rather, see stuff online, which, as we know, is like. A small inkling of the world but regardless it's like they're using writing or you said pace (laughs) they're using writing bad writing as a reason why they don't like how it's going when in reality if we were to have a conversation with them it's really just it's not going the way that they thought it did or they wanted it to so, like, if that's the way you're thinking about it, then I just think that's wrong. And, I mean, I have no desire to have conversations with those people, frankly, even though it, it would be fun for a little while. But, yeah, I mean, I'm. it's not an easy task to wrap something like this up, especially if you factor in the fact that they were using a, a, essentially a textbook. They had a, a book. Had it was already written out. They and, and they've still been consulted by – George R. R. Martin. Um, So yeah, I mean, it it wasn't. It was not going to be perfect. And if you came in thinking it was going to be perfect, then I think you were you were going to be let down. But I I, like. I know last week was one of the lowest rated episodes ever. It appears this one
0: the tie for the lowest. I think really,
1: yeah, fifty four percent. Some people that didn't like last week really like this one again. I mean, if you're confusing it with if you're bringing in your. Your your criticisms, perver- yeah, um, because it's you know your favorite character is doing this or that, or you thought it would or should go this way. Then I just I don't really you're not a you just it's not valid. Um, so everything considered, and I'm one of the people that had a very different prediction for how it was going to go. I,
0: I think they're doing a fine job. How did you? What was your initial prediction? I forgot.
1: You know the. Hunky dory, happy ever after. Happy ever after. Yeah. I mean,
0: I probably was the same way. I was just, I was being honest. I didn't. I can't remember. How I mean, obviously, we
1: came in knowing that a lot of people were going to die. I figured the yeah. Night King would die. I, I think. Um, I just, I figured it would be the underlying theme of the two themes that we always kind of saw were Danny making it to the throne and the Starks being reunited and you know being able to go back to Winterfell. We might get it looks I mean we got some version of that, just not the happily ever after it seems.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I never thought I mean I don't think I thought it was gonna be a happy, happy ever after ending. I think some people have I think some of their concerns, like you said, are just surrounding outcomes and how they wanted the show to turn out. But I think like I liked, for instance, and we can get into Danny and talk about everything. I think it's the fact that over the course of maybe three episodes, it was just a lot that happened in those final three. And I think people think that maybe that story should have been expanded that a bit instead of having those, you know, basically from the battle of Winterfell to now, the people that have died and how it's affected Danny and how quickly that transpired, I think is the gripe and that that should have been done over the course of a season and a half instead of it all just, Oh, Oh, We're just going to do this. And then within three episodes, she's a completely different character. So,
1: I mean, I know. So the the common gripe that you're speaking about is how, quote unquote, fast it has happened. Yeah. And even further insanity, people who think this isn't her at all. I think if you go back and really pay attention, it was always there. It was always there.
0: Yeah, and it, it was. If people
1: wanted more, That's I fair. get it. I mean, we always want more. But yeah. like, what TV show out there has given you this much character development? Where my challenge to those people would be: go back and watch, and you and truly pay attention. I think I brought it up either on the pod or just in our conversations a few weeks ago. An article basically highlighting the not hypocrisy but irony how Cersei was always looked at as a villain. And Danny was always the hero when Cersei, again, whether you agree or disagree with their reasoning, she, quote unquote, was doing it for her kids, for the Lannisters, for the family. Whereas Danny, essentially for the same reasons, right? Slightly different, but two characters that are almost have the same motivations and the same methods, but their messaging is just a little different. Where Danny doesn't talk about how she hates the P or doesn't care what the people think, blah, blah, blah. And she was freeing people, right? That was really the only part that was different. And it's just funny how loved she is and how hated Cersei well, was I along think, the way.
0: I think the main, th- I think there's a big difference is, well, I do think there, yeah, there's something to that, but I think that um, Danny highlighted and exemplified a certain level of empathy throughout the series. Cause I think she was ruthless when she needed to be. And I agree. There's a lot of times throughout this series where she's just, she's down for destruction when it's appropriate. And I think people didn't think that this was appropriate.
1: Appropriate or what they didn't want? I mean, as far just, as, again, if you and go. And back- I'll
0: say is, well, I think burning everybody, like I, I thought that she was going to burn everybody. But the shot is, like, before she decides to do it, they, they highlight, like, the, the cut to the red keep. And I remember, I think it was after the episode, inside the episode, it was, I think it might have been Dave or DB, it was DB who talked about her looking at the Red red Keep and that just, everything from her father, right? It was, I mean, essentially that was her family's building for hundreds of years, um, all the way down to the events that transpired recently in the show led her to just kill everybody when Cersei doesn't care about the people at all, right? And I think there was no reason to do that. Instead of killing the people, she probably should. Have, like, they probably should have flown to the Red Keep and gone there. So I mean, but if again,
1: I, I get that, but I, I think it was not just looking at the Red Keep. I think it was if you, I mean, just quotes throughout throughout the series. I mean, if we just pulled up, had someone who, who was really bored. Oh, there's a bunch. And just made a, you know, pages of her quotes. It's a montage. This is not shocking to me at all. And if you want an additional reason as to why, beyond just it was her family, well, you just said to go beyond that. The conversation with John to me was huge. Basically, the Lynch, not even Lynchpin, just the final nail in the coffin that she was going to do it. It was not looking at the Red Keep. The line. I believe word for word was let it be fear. Fear. Yeah. Those people were never going to be loyal to her. It was foreigners. Her army is a foreign army. She is a foreigner. The whole city in her eyes has to go because none of them would be loyal to her. That's what I, I, that's where I think her thinking is. And they talked about her closest advisors all being bonked off recently. I just, I mean, it's not surprising at all. And it's not an, like, I, like it doesn't necessarily make her a villain. I don't think she, I mean, I, I don't think we are going to look at her the same uh, necessarily. John certainly isn't. Um, but a lot of the people that are there right now didn't see her entire journey. That's fair. Varys just... did. And he, like, Varys was spying on her the whole time. And I think that's why he was more willing to jump ship than Tyrion and Jon were. And I think that that's pretty big because he's really the only person left who saw other than Grey Worm, but he's extremely loyal to her. I mean, he was a slave. Varys is really the only one who had all the information.
0: Yeah. So. I think there's something to that. I just – and I don't even know if because there's definitely problems with it and you can go back and forth is she was empathetic. She was always empathetic to the innocent. But to your point, they weren't going to back her regardless. So, I mean, and I guess we haven't seen, we've seen flashes and we've seen points like you've talked about where this could eventually happen, right? If someone wanted to go put together a video montage, it's out there. But we haven't seen her demonstrate this level of evil. It's always been ruthlessness. And even but when to she. Her, I, don't, I don't know if it's
1: evil, not to cut you off. I just don't know if she. Sees it evil I think it was that epi- earlier in that episode to Tyrion to her this wasn't some heinous act. She thinks she's sacrificing these people for future generations right If, if her I think that was paraphrasing, but she basically said something along those lines. I, I, I mean like to kill uh, we go back to Marine she killed all the masters when and some of them were probably guilty by association. Right, so I, yeah. I just, I just think, and with Karth cough yeah. Um she's at their gates, and when they don't let her in, you're going to be the first city that I burn. I just, I think a lot of that was there, and she was on this one. The empathy that you're speaking to, I'm definitely not going to argue that it wasn't there, but I think it was convenient in moments. Not saying she didn't care about the slaves because she made two of them her closest advisors. Um, I just think. It was a way and a method to her. Her ultimate quest was to get to where she is now. Unfortunately for her and for Danny fans, it's not the way that you would hope. But
0: yeah, yeah. I'm out on her. I'm ready to, for her to get axed um, next episode, which I think will happen. Um, I was going to like do this thing where we just kind of go scene by scene sort of. Um because that opening scene with her and Tyrion really kind of illustrates everything. I don't think she would eaten in a few days. Her hair wasn't done. She looked like she had been on a bender. Like, it just looked rough. She looked tough. Um,
1: I mean, I thought one of the most touching moments was him and Tyrion.
0: No, that was... that as far was far as, yeah. as no, was.
1: gratifying for us. Which, again, it's just like... So many of these people just are slipping and sliding straight to the Danny thing, which I get. It was huge. I mean, it took up most of the the episode. But I I just think Tyrion had a few scenes that we'll talk about here that I thought really stuck out, and a reason why Peter Dinklage just won you know Emmys for this role year
0: after year. Yeah, um, no, it's ridiculous.
1: But yeah, I mean, the, like right before he died, I mean that was just a great scene for for people who. You know, you and me are very new to this, but people who've been here for the long haul, long time. um, I just thought that was a great scene. No, I agree. Gets burnt.
0: No, Um, I do. I agree.
1: Because Tyrion was, in a way, I I mean, there's some symmetry. I I forget. I was watching the video, call back to other things, but um, you know, Varys is Varys wanted to say, like, wanted to save Ned Stark.
0: Yeah, Um, he did.
1: And was, or really, actually, I should think he was trying to persuade Ned to not go through with the note. Yeah. To save him. But he did it anyway, because he believed in, and then that's the same way that Varus goes out. No, it is. So.
0: There is irony there, and he's been a great character throughout the show, um, no doubt. We also, we then cut to, I believe, you know, they decide when they're going to attack, um, Cer- Cer- Cersei also lets Tyrion know that they've captured Jamie at, at this point um, and we and then we get a great scene really again from Tyrion and Jamie. and it was an emotional one too it, again it helps when you have two great actors um, where basically he's gonna let him escape but then to me the big thing and what highlights Tyrion as a character is he's also going to help Or he wants to help Cersei as well. Which to me was just, I think, highlighted Tyrion. Do you think it... Because
1: what I wrote down in my notes is... And we've talked about it multiple times. It's interesting how Danny. Every time he had good advice, it seems like she didn't take it. And every time he had bad advice, she took it. But at the same time, he's brought as like what is one of the smarter characters in the show wittiest logical i do think there's been an increase in whether that's because of the family thing and i mean just what's at stake perhaps uh a lot more emotion has been included in his thought process and well, his advice in the last couple of seasons. No, I think well, one which I find interesting. I'm not. I don't have a gripe. I think it nice all an
0: observation. Yeah, I think it all changed. If you really think about it, it all changed after he killed his dad. Mm-hmm. Like it all changed after the courtroom scene, like that. His dad doing that in the court, and then Shay walking up and and doing her thing, where she's basically saying, "You try to do this." He kind of lost it there um and his character wasn't really the same after that
1: which is understandable
0: yeah which is understandable <laughs> and i think throughout the the last couple seasons he's valued family and there's m- multiple moments whether it was the, f- the first time when the dothraki beat the lannister army in season 7 he's watching the lannister army just burn um So I think he's had moments where he's trying to navigate both, and he wants his family, even if Cersei hates him to death, he wants Jamie certainly to be safe. He wants the people to be safe, but he also is trying to make Danny happy and do what's best for her and doing it in a way where everyone lives. So I think he's been trying to navigate in this tough spot now for a couple seasons, and at some point you're going to piss someone off. Right. If you just if you can't go to one side or the other, what's it going to be? And now, yeah. So that's kind of been the result it,
1: there. You, we we didn't touch on the scene too much, other than there was a great scene and some callbacks to what Jamie did for him. Yeah. Um. Throughout their life, do you think this is essentially Tyrion's done because of this? Because this comes after. I can't. I believe it I comes do after. Think- I do Danny think, says, fail me one more time.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, I do think he is going to be arrested um, next episode. I don't know whether or not we're going to see him executed. It might be. I haven't decided. I haven't like decided on if I think it's going to be one of those things where it's like they have him arrested and then the next scene is him being executed. Or it's going to be one of those things where they throw him in a dungeon or something like that and they have a, a set date for when he's going to be killed maybe she wants to make a spectacle of it again because again she's trying to just she's trying to lead through fear so maybe she, that's what she does here she tries to make a big spe- spectacle of it. Um, so I do think he's gonna get arrested but I don't know if he's gonna die quickly in the episode or if it's gonna be one of those prolonged things that doesn't happen till the end and maybe he doesn't die because Danny gets killed. <laughs> so.
1: so it's an interesting spoiler alert on the leaks you would be right in the sense that the idea is he does get arrested it's unclear as to whether it's before or after danny's dead which also is assumed um and essentially there's no trial by combat and he is actually whoever i i I guess it's a, a court it's a
0: yeah, it's like a formal assembly. Setting. Yeah,
1: in the dragon pit, and he is fine. He like has one final um, dialogue, which he has some of the most memorable dialogues um, from the series.
0: And then he dies.
1: Yeah. So that's if that if that is correct. That's that's how that goes down.
0: Yeah. No, there. It's. I think that, yeah, they'll they find a way to wrap it up nicely if he does die. So I think there, like you said, there are some conflicting reports there if he dies or doesn't die. Um, the Iron Fleet didn't go so well this time versus the Dragon. Did not work out. Um, did you have any gripes with that scene, or because I know you had an issue with maybe it was a small one with the scorpions?
1: Yeah, that that was my. My beef, I guess, one of my only beefs with the episode was, I guess it's just so how easy it was. I guess perhaps, again, they can't show us everything. Everything, no, they can't. But no. you'd have to assume either Danny has a conversation or just decides in her own head that, you know, those things are bigger than in past, you know, the original iteration of Kyburn's Scorpion. Uh, they're bigger more powerful hence don't move as quickly yeah and it seemed that shooting straight up well, like at either end of the spectrum either straight up or very horizontal would be tough yeah somewhere in the middle was easier when they're angled it appeared and they were caught by surprise last episode but then even along the wall i, I don't i mean again it's Medieval times, or that's the setting. I just, I was a little shocked at how easy it was for her to just take all that out by herself. You know, there wasn't two dragons, right? I mean, but shock value, I guess, all just, they were surprised. They weren't expecting it. There's something to that.
0: Um, And I figured the dragon was going to get its, like, he was going to have his episode, his moment where. I mean, I feel like that was due after we saw two of them get uh, wiped out. So I figured that he was going to have his, his day, and it was. Dragon had a big day. Um, take a quick break. We're going to talk about the rest of the main important scenes. Talk about. Um, we'll probably a little more about Daenerys, and then talk about how I think this thing's going to end. Coming up next. In the scene that I think you might think is maybe the most important reason why I do Danny went nuts um, was the scene with John and Danny where it was incredible acting because you could tell watching it, it was just an awkward kiss. It was so forced. It was weird. It was awkward. You could feel that there was a problem through the screen. (laughs) And you think this is probably what set Danny off and ultimately led to the demise of everybody. Not
1: just the final nail in the coffin, is how I would put it. it. It's interesting, like thinking about it while you were talking, it's which, in a way, it was in her eyes, it was John. It's just funny how, like, John is the culprit in her eyes, but Varys is the one who gets murked. Yeah. And she still wants to be with John. And he's not as fond of it, <laughs> which that was really the only thing I was right about. It just initially didn't seem like it. And you were kind of right about me being wrong about me being right, <laughs> which was like in that scene where he tells her he was affectionate. Yeah. Right. Like we went back and watched it. We talked about it like he's still he like he's the one that brings her closer. He has his hand on her the whole time. And now that's just not the case at all. To Like you said, the kiss was beyond awkward on purpose. <laughs> uh, and he pulls away for the second time. And uh, I thought, I mean, she finally called him out on. He kept saying, you're my queen, you're my queen. And she drops the, is that all I am to you line? Something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing, I believe. Which I thought was was setting up the awkward kiss. Cause yeah, he was basically hiding the fact that he loves her, loves her, but the sexual part of it is clearly in limbo slash done.
0: Yeah. The whole um I'm screwing my aunt thing kind of. I mean, I think for him, cause where he's from little Right, years, just not as
1: yeah. not a thing. As all as as common as yeah. where She's from, so
0: oh, I thought that was a, a really key scene. It was, it was big, and like you said, it was pretty much the nail in the coffin. Now, I really want to get to the moment and we can talk. I don't know if we want to talk when to he me.
1: walks in on that, though. Did you notice? I thought it was interesting how Grey Worm gave him a dirty look, a little stink eye on the way out. Yeah, Grey Worm was with her when he walked in.
0: Yeah, he was. Now, there's going to be, I think, I think they're going to fight next episode would not be surprised. They kind of set that up. And then uh, I t- and we can talk about why I think so in this next scene, because the next thing that really happens is the scorpions get destroyed. Um, Danny is chilling out over a building, realizes this is hers. They have rung the bell. Tyrion made one in the, in the early in the episode, Tyrion had one request that if the bell rings, please sacrifice the innocent. Don't keep continuing to burn. And, destroy King's Landing and the army, and seriously, for that matter. Which is
1: the second time that he said to not burn something, and she did it anyway, calling back to to, what could possibly be the entire reason why John even finds out in the first place, if she doesn't kill Sam's brother.
0: Yeah, that's...
1: Is Sam anywhere nearly as inclined to tell John?
0: No, yeah, no, that's, it's well done. You just think of that? I thought about it earlier. It's pretty good. You were saving that? I like that. (laughs) That's good. I like that. But it just
1: goes back to, not to cut you off the flow, I mean, we're going to get to everything, but just like, every time she didn't listen to Tyrion, it made him look like a shitty hand.
0: Yeah. Always,
1: every time he was actually right, and and you know not to just he was wrong be, a couple times. He was wrong. Just be Tyrion, stand right. He was wrong sometimes, but it was like when he was wrong, she went with him, and when he was right, she didn't. And I like, I think, if we really look back, I don't know if Sam has nearly the same motivation.
0: No, you're right. I agree to tell
1: him. Maybe Brand does. You know, it just it goes down a different way. But the way that we saw it, which was more emotion from Sam than we've seen, other than crying, but just like raw emotion about really wanting to tell John this thing. Yeah. No. So.
0: No, it's I like that. I like that little uh, connect the dots that you just played. That was that was good. Good on your part. Good stuff, man. Um. So she decides to just burn it all, and this basically was just like give give her men you know, open season on everybody at this point inside the red yeah, key. I wasn't
1: expecting that.
0: That was, that was tough. Um, Cause it got pretty brutal and John's looking around gray worm picks up the staff and just throws it right through one of the, the Lannister army's men. And then I, everything just commenced and you're seeing guys acts innocent, killing everybody. And John's looking around like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not, not what I was thinking. Um, and there's a few moments where it looks like Grey Worm and John are making eye contact, and it's intense, and John's killing guys when he has to, but...
1: Yeah, for survival.
0: For survival, and you were saying the whole time, like this is how John's going to die in some pointless battle. Thank God that didn't happen, because there might have... I think Twitter would have exploited if that would have happened. Um, but to me, I think going back to what I was saying before, this could foreshadow some sort of event where we see John and Grey Worm fight. Any thoughts on on what you uh, were thinking when you saw all that happening?
1: I mean, I think they laid a few bricks. Um, Grey Worm, really all he has left is Danny um, and everything that she's done for him. He's going to have the same feelings as her towards John. Not the lovey part, but the yeah, no, he definitely traitor. Yeah. in their eyes. Um, the look I thought was interesting on the way out, up the up the stairs, and if also yeah, I mean, if if John has any desire or there's some sort of plot to kill her, then yeah, I could see us getting a gray worm, John. John fight, which if you would have brought that up two days ago, I, I would uh, how what right? I mean, two like they're not neither one of them. It just wouldn't
0: no wouldn't yeah, yeah, no, yeah,
1: um, but that's where we are.
0: So, seriously, realizes that this is not going very well. She was in
1: extreme denial.
0: Yeah, she's like extreme denial. Yeah, this isn't this ain't going great for her. Guyburn. Um, Let's you know that this probably isn't safe. Um, and then we get we cut to a great scene and it really was able to put a nice little bow up on this character and the relationship between Arya and the Hound.
1: And really the Starks. Because he actually says something almost identical to Sansa. Way
0: in season back in episode two or way back? When, way back. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: He says something very similar, like "Look at me." Is this what you want to be?
0: Yeah, no, and I think people were mad about that—the fact that he convinced Arya that betrayal wasn't, or sorry, revenge isn't everything, um, which I thought was pretty cool in its own right, in its own sense, and it it wrapped up their father-daughter relationship in in a nice way. Um, And he ultimately helped get someone off the list. For, which then leads to. I was I was um, a little critical of it at first, but it's a great fight. It's a great fight scene, and there's some like again the, the cinematography. There are some excellent shots in there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then there was something poetic about. You know, first of all, he realizes that the mountain is kind of like an alien at this point. stabbing <laughs> through the the chest. Nothing. Stabbed through the eye, I think. Nothing, and that
1: was actually a call back to Arya telling him how she was going to kill him. The Hound. She says, "Like I'm going to stab
0: you in the eye. eyes." Uh-oh. There's been a bunch of that, and there's there's so many moments, and that's one thing I'll give credit to the writers is they're connecting the dots within their own story, which is which is awesome. What do you think about the way that the uh, the Hound and the Mountain went out?
1: I agreed with what you said when you were in your hypercritical mood, which was the brand hound. The, the actual fight itself was better, whatever that means. But yeah, I mean, it get, like less at stake, I guess, and like not as much hype It was unexpected. Maybe for people who were watching back then, that was inevitable. But yeah, I mean, from the... Scene that they set, the stairway to nowhere, which is what Dan or Dave said after the episode. I thought that was neat. The fire in the background, just everything crumbling. The dragon flying over. uh, he dies in fire, which is what he was deathly afraid of. But really, he was killing the person who instilled that fear in him. And they both go. I mean, yeah. I mean, like you said, like, do you want to be like, that was literally the only thing left that he had any desire to do. Right, I mean I don't know if he planned on dying Um, he probably would have preferred not to but maybe like clearly that was the only thing that was going to, to do it so no I thought I thought it was it was cool a lot of people were waiting for that
0: no it was good uh, better, I thought it was... better than
1: the you're on Jamie fight
0: yeah I I forgot about that fight Um. I wasn't even going to bring it up until you just said it. I'll be honest. I was going to skip right over and go to Jamie and seriously reuniting. I told you this last night and I still agree with it. I think with Euron, if they had more time to develop that character, I think he could have made a better impact on the show and played a bigger, more important role than I think what he has tried to do with the time that he's had. Mm-hmm. But they really – I don't think after he died, just his, his purpose – Probably didn't need to be there. That's the only like lazy thing
1: I'll say outside of like how easy it was for the dragon. But the fact that he like swam up to the cove as Jamie, you know what I'm saying? Like that's lazy. But if they really felt like they needed this, those two to fight, then that's why they did it. I don't think we needed that. Like that's the only thing I'll say. Like you were saying I didn't need a lot of things um i didn't need that i don't think we needed that
0: no i agree
1: but it was just i guess a little something in there to break it all up but
0: yeah the next big scene um that we see is cersei reunited with jamie uh jamie takes her underneath um to where Tyrion said he left the boat um but, you know, King's Landing has fell, a lot of the infrastructure has crumbled, and they just can't get out at this point, point. Um, and it's in this probably moment they realize that they are dead. Um, how did you like how they wrapped up these two very complex characters? <laughs> they also reunite
1: in the map room that she created, which is where... I forget something big. One, she threatens him, but something more important to them happens in that room. I forget what it what it is, but like the moment that they reunite, yeah, he's almost in, in the same spot where something big between them happened before. Um, so again, just another calling back for the writers. The show itself. Um, I personally, I liked it. Uh, your initial reaction was you would have rather had Jamie It, it sounded like die in the battle um, Winterfell. of Winterfell. Yeah. I I think it was, and again, they still, they got, I, I when we were talking, I forgot we had the moment with Tyrion, which wasn't necessarily a Jamie moment, but it did remind us that Jamie isn't all bad. I just, I think he's been there throughout. Right. I mean, he, he's probably has just as close to as much screen time as any character. I mean, definitely top 10, maybe knocking yeah. on top five, possibly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so he's been there throughout. Super complex, super complex. So I, I think having him die in the battle would have not done his journey and the character justice. I think the final screwing over Brianne. Brianne and going back to his sister was was a reminder to us of who he really was all along or what he always loved. Oh, I don't want to say what he was cuz he did a lot of good things. Um so I, I thought it was a very fitting end for those two cuz he even said to Brand when he was when Brand was Brand in the Blackwater was training him, Braun, excuse me, that he wanted to die in the arms mm, of the woman that he love. loved. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: so I thought it wasn't as satisfying to a lot of people, but what we talked about earlier is a lot of the deaths to the people that we hate haven't been as gruesome or that's what I was violent as we've wanted. It's
0: like so Joffrey Joffrey's death was not satisfying at all. No, it was quick, it was very quick, so quick, um and you really didn't have an idea that it
1: was coming. and on top of that, you have his mother who you also hate in tears over him to make it even like less satisfying from a wanting something bad to happen to a bad person perspective. Right. And they do it again Yeah, with them being together as sick as they are. She has a kid in her belly. Um, And the conversations on, on the, the Twitter and the YouTube are like, what little brother really killed her? Like, was it, the fact that Jamie came back and brought her down there, or was it really Tyrion um, calling back to his quote of, like, you'll know the debt is paid when the there's that too? Here. Yeah. So,
0: like, yeah.
1: And there's also, I mean, and he, the fact that he went off and, and went with Dan, you know what I'm saying? It's like not it a direct, did. it's not the knife through her that everyone was thinking. No. But indirectly, but you could make the case that Tyrion killed her.
0: They could, um, what I kind of saw here was they did it in a clever way because the Valancar prophecy is when your tears have drowned you, the Valonqar shall wrap his hands about your pale white throat and choke the life from you. Now, Jamie didn't choke her, but she was crying. And if you look at the scene, he puts his hands right around her, her neck and she dies. So like in their own clever way, mm-hmm. they still were able to apply this prophecy. And like you said, it wasn't done in the way that I think people were hoping with the knife and it being if anything you make the argument it was done
1: on a, a higher intellectual way metaphorical yeah. level.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I mean I, I was upset at it first, but then after taking some time and thinking about it, um, I'm pretty satisfied with how they ended Cersei's probably more than Jamie's, but Jamie's like instill. I'll still, uh, I'll still show up for the party. So, um, no big deal. John then calls for the tree. He just wants to get out of there. One because he doesn't like what he's seeing. Two because if you stay, you may get burned unintentionally by the dragon. Um, it was would kind he, of a, would, he, would he survive that though? No, I don't think so.
1: It's Targaryen.
0: Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't know if you want to try that. Could be, could be tough. Bold, maybe if you're feeling it, feeling bold on a certain day. I don't know.
1: Baker on a Sunday.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, but then Aria, who she had some great scenes in general. It was basically her trying to escape the Red Keep and King's Landing all together. And we thought she was dead a couple of different times. Um, there were some great shots. People didn't like that. You
1: yeah, know, which I'll give them that. How it's like, How many times are you going to make us think that this little girl, little in terms of size, is dead from like debris flying, people trampling her? Which I I get the gripe. I get it. I I just I think from a like camera perspective, I think they probably made it. uh, Obviously, if she lived, like it wasn't as bad as what they made it look like. I mean, obviously, I mean she's bloodied and
0: no, it's it wasn't.
1: everything in her throat and her lung. You know what I'm saying? But like, again, people just nitpicking the hell out of it.
0: No, a hundred percent. And then she tries to save a little girl and her mother. And the little girl was carrying a white horse. Her mother tells her to take her. She doesn't oblige the girl. That being goes back to her mother and just gets eviscerated by the dragon. Um, a few moments later, I think we see Aria get up from, all the debris and everything. And there's a white horse just standing there. And it was a very um, important scene, just the way that they were they shot it and that it was long and kind of suspenseful. And I wasn't... I was trying to connect the dots in my head. I think you might have read some stuff, and I did too, but there... Is, and it's important. I, I just don't know what it means. What yeah. it means. And if it's a callback, again, to something else, whether it's Ned or... I just, I don't know. It was there for a reason, and there was a reason why it was shot that way. Yeah. I mean, Did you awful. want to talk about the death theory that. Well, there's
1: just from Judea, Christianity, oh, so e- we're not, et cetera. This
0: isn't free folk Reddit.
1: Okay. Well, no, I'm just saying the, like, yeah. the white horse being the pale horse of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So, essentially, you have a death theme there. Um, You have... um, Which, you know, Arya is seen as as death. I don't know what it means for Danny or what Arya is going to do next. You said you saw something how Ned had had a white horse. Another thing that I saw was, you know, possibly Bran, Bran... Working into the horse and that's why it showed up. Um, it's probably more symbolic than anything in a combination or of all that or none of that. But why, I mean, it has to mean something because the little girl has a freaking white horse in her hand. Yeah. There's no, absolutely no reason for the girl to be had. Like, it's not a coincidence from the bigger meaning writing side of it. um, So whether that means she has one more death or deaths to provide, it's one way to interpret it.
0: Yeah. um, And that's how the show, that's how this episode ends. Um, Just go straight to it. What do you think is going to happen here in the final episode? And uh, how do you think this will possibly play out?
1: I've always from the from the beginning or at the start of the season, I thought John was more likely to die than Danny. Uh, It's starting to look like the opposite. I I thought it was either they both live or he would die. Not knowing how, but now it you know I think I probably flipped on that. Outside of that. I have no. I, I mean, prediction wise, I, I'd rather more have a combo. What I'd like to see, like I'd like to see who got those letters from Varys. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see what Sansa's up to. I think we'll. De- I mean, I don't know how we don't get that.
0: We have eighty. It's eighty minutes, isn't it? It's eighty minutes. Yeah, it's not a long one. Um,
1: I mean I think we're 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 definitely gonna see Tyrion pay for letting Jamie free.
0: You think Tyrion's dead?
1: I think he dies. I think he dies. Uh, I think Yeah, I mean I would say I don't know who sits on the throne. We we see Vegas has had Bran as the favorite all season, and which, is, which weirds me out.
0: Yeah, um, and spoiler alert:
1: from those leaks, the two yeah. possibilities who sits on the throne are Sansa and Brand. I think bran I think Brand's
0: bran. been the consensus. But the, I'm saying the the, leaks those that are, leaks.
1: It's yeah, it's her and him, not Anne. I should or or. Um, in his version, he's basically elected by a panel of.
0: It's like Davos. Bron and some say Tyrion, but Tyrion allegedly dies. Yeah, so, so. the
1: timeline, the, the the leaks aren't, but they are li- here's complete in terms of its.
0: No, they're not going to tell you. No, they just but, say things that happen. I mean, yeah.
1: So, summary: I think she she's gone. I think John lives, but I don't think he sits on the throne. I think Tyrion dies. But I would really like to see, you know, how the various letters, what that means. Um, yeah, I mean that's. I think drones But I'm looking. For. I
0: think one of the problems that I think people are just having is that this the the series has been so damn good, and I think people, of course, are just expecting more. They're expecting some sort of big revelation that's going to blow their mind, which we may we haven't. Gotten whether that was the Night King or um, Danny and, and John and the Targaryen lineage and Tyrion, like I just think people were expecting something else to come about. Um, I do think, I do think they're going to wrap it up in a nice way. Um, I, 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 to your point, I think John is. Um, I think he's going to kill Danny. I don't know if he. I don't think he's going to sit on the Iron Throne because he has made it a point that he does not want that. And I don't think he's going to want that. I do think he will kill Danny though. Um, like you said, interested to know where Sansa, what she's doing. It's funny if she ended up on the game of, on the Thrones on the throne, it, it would, it would be, uh, for me,
1: all I could think of was
0: Littlefinger. Correct.
1: <laughs> Basically she's a product that, like in a way, if she does make it, To the throne, that's, in a weird way, indirect way, he finally made it to the throne because... Yeah. I mean, he influenced her directly and indirectly. She's been right about
0: a lot of stuff.
1: In positive and and negative ways. Yeah, she has. Um, And she's just kind of... Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, she's been right about a bunch of things and she... She told – I mean, she – so she was wrong about – the last thing that they had an argument about was like, chill out. Our troops aren't ready because clearly Danny didn't need the troops.
0: No, not really.
1: (laughs) At all. Um, But no, along – I mean, that doesn't mean her sentiment was wrong, right? I mean, the troops were tired. Um, But the fact that she didn't trust her, she was right about that. So, no, I'm I'm definitely I, what I'm looking forward to most is the conclusion of, I don't know if we'll see it, but the Sansa Danny conversation that was abruptly ended. The conclusion of the Danny John saga. What's up with Varius's letters and Tyrion's fate?
0: And will see the Starks back up on top? I think we will in some capacity, but it's been a winding, uh, long road. So looking forward to the last episode. I'm bummed it's over. I'm it's going to lo- be all right. It's going to be all right. It is. We got prequels. We do. So thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. We'll be back again for one more final review of the series finale of Game of Thrones. Again, thank you so much for listening.